Welcome to DT Madness, Chronicles from the Third Life, Episode 68, July 22nd, 2023. So glad you could make it. Apologies to the two of you who were upset and disappointed about the uh, the first week that uh, that I've missed consecutively. We did sixty seven consecutive weeks, but then last weekend I decided to take off, and that was tricky for me because I do like a good streak. But um, we'll start another one and potentially going to make up for it with a time today and, and maybe make a two for one. But one of the reasons or the reason why I skipped last week was because I was off on a road trip, a road trip that I had billed as set your summer free DT. It was a, it was a road trip to see one of my favorite bands, probably my favorite band at this moment. I know you know who it is, Fish, but um. It was it was a, a a road trip that changed and changed again and uh, actually changed again. There there was a, a possibility that I would be in Burgettstown, Pennsylvania, right now, uh, but that was uh, that was something that I canceled as well. Um, so what what happened was I drove down to uh, Huntsville, Alabama, and then over to Alpharetta, Georgia, from there, and then back home. So a, a six night seven night um trip with five concerts in there the I, i'm gonna go through through some of that we got a couple different segments today a new segment uh, for you that'll run for the next several weeks but one of the things it, it, again like the the trip it changed as 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 it unfolded and it, one of the ways that it changed is that I was going to go solo, but then some other people, um, like my boy and his friends ended up going down as well. And, and some people met us down there. And so the first leg of the trip in Huntsville, I drove down solo because I was going to be heading over to Alpharetta. So I drove down in my Camry, Lizzie, um, solo and Sam and his buddies drove down Zeke. Hey, you're one of the ones that was disappointed. I hope I hope you're excited. You were excited when you got the the ping for the notification um, this morning. But Zeke and JJ drove down with with Sam, and and so I was I was driving down solo. I took off a little bit earlier than they did, and went a different direction than they did. and And I drove through the mountains of North Carolina, through Cullowhee, and like the. I mean, it was just man, like the smoky, is that the great smoky forest and the Nanahala forest, which was just magical. I mean, it was beautiful driving 35 and I wasn't mad about it. The river right beside. And man, I do hope to make it back up there one of these days. I'm not much of a white water rafter anymore, but I, I might get back into it. I've been thinking about getting back into to whitewater rafting after 30 something years, but if you ever get a chance or if you have, then you understand what I'm talking about. But if you haven't, if you ever get a chance to drive through or at least drive through 
and, and, and maybe even stop off in the Nantahala forest. It really is just beautiful. But but got through that and then whatever, over to Chattanooga, I think, and then down towards Huntsville, Alabama. And it was a mm, six and a half hours drive, but you're going back in time. So on the clock, just five and a half hours. Get there. Hotel was ready for me. Um, it was a courtyard. It was It was mid, you know. Definitely not the standard that I would normally consider to go along with the courtyard. Marietta and I, I left that on the on the review, but um, but it was it was serviceable enough, and it was very close to to the venue, and um, and yeah, so so the the boys finally got down a couple hours after I did, and um, and my friend David, uh, who I hadn't seen, he, I didn't even realize it had been a year since we had been together um but he was down along with uh, our friend edward and oh man so it was just a really awesome reunion and then we went over to the orion amphitheater which is a brand new amphitheater in huntsville uh maybe a year or two old and and one of the best amphitheaters i've ever i've ever been to i don't know that i could say a better one in terms of there's not a bad seat in the place i think it's like eight thousand capacity not a bad seat in the place um, easy access to everything. The bathrooms were only like one or two different, you know, stalls or, or whatever. And so upon arrival, I was like, Oh man, this, but it wasn't like, it was easy in and out, you know, so many different stations. There's a, there's a whole pavilion area outside with food trucks and, and whatever. And like in the whole area, it's, it, it it's like truest park if you've ever been down there. Like there's just this whole village outside the amphitheater. Anyway, if you get a chance to go to the Orion, you definitely should. I know some of my friends are going to see widespread panic here pretty soon, um, but it was just, it was just amazing. Um, the, the second day, and, I, and so I'm not going totally in order here, uh, but just the way that these things popped up the second day, I actually got early entry. I, I had pit tickets and, um, but I was the only one that had pit tickets the first day. And so we ended up perching up on the back of the bottom bowl is kind of what it's called. And so we were on, on bleacher seats essentially. And then, but we were way at the top. So we had the rail behind us that we could, that we can lean up against. And we, we put our blanket out like we, like people do the tarp style at Red Rocks, but um, we put our blanket out and we had so much room. It was really, really great. And it was hot, but it wasn't like, it wasn't terrible hot, at least um, those first that first day or two, uh, but but I didn't end up going to the pit. And this guy beside me, Randy, I gave him my pit uh, armband. I was able to, well, I tore it off, and we just kind of glued it back together as best we could. And then he was able to get down to the pit, uh, and he was super excited about that. I had early entry the second day, which would allow me to get way up front in the pit, so that I could pretty much ride the rail, as they say. I could be right up front. Um, at, with the band, I went in early. It was kind of mistake. I didn't get in way earlier than I normally would have. And I had to stand in line and that was hot, but, uh, but I got in and really I used my early entry to take the blanket that we had that David had brought and claim our original spot. Again, if you know anything about me, once I find something that's good, I, uh, I tend to keep going back. So, um, I, Randy came up actually. Randy came up to to tell me thank you for the pit ticket last night, 
And I was like, well, look, man, I'm not going back down there. This is my spot. I don't want to be down there in the mass of, of humans. Um, and the second night, Sam and JJ and Zeke didn't come. They went to play top golf. And so David and, and Edward went down to the pit and they were down there for the first set or, or whatever, but I was just holding it down up at the top, dealing with some annoying people in front of me, but whatever. Um, but Randy was super happy, man. He, uh, he was definitely glad uh, Huntsville is the rocket city. Like there's a, you know, the space centers and stuff like that, but I guess they build rockets there. And so the whole theme for the, for the fish concerts, like they played a lot of songs that had to do with space and a lot of the things they're they're a quirky bunch, you know? And so they'll, um, they worked it all in, but it was really, really fantastic. The opening shows of the summer tour and just so good. The second day I wore my tank top, my new tank top that says, I'm just happy to be here. And I found that one on the old internet and, and had to get it because that's something that my dad has said. I just remember him, you know, wherever he was, even if he didn't think he was, like even if you could tell he was ready to leave or whatever, he'd had enough atmosphere, he would say those kinds of things like, um, I'm just happy to be here. So I wore that tank and I got so many comments on it, man. Everybody that walked by was like, yeah, man. Um, so that, that, was a, that was definitely a win for that particular tank top. One of the annoying people, like I said, th- th- this guy wasn't really annoying. This guy was, he, he obviously was having a few too many before the show and it was hot. There was this other guy that was just super animated and whatever, man, be you, but don't let you spill over into, into me too much. And this guy was just a little bit too much, but, but the first guy that I call forecast guy, there was definitely some some dark clouds, um, and if you looked at the radar, and I'm a weather bug guy, and if you do, I did future radar, and the little thing, you know, the little red and with this yellow outside and the green, like a, a nice little storm, it was coming towards us, but then it veered up north, and I'm like, oh man, we're good. But he's like, nah, man, I got this other. I paid five dollars for this, and it just meshes all the radars together. And look, it's coming right for us. I'm like, mm, okay, man, but I think it's going north. And we, we kept doing that for a while. And and finally, he pointed to where the dark clouds were, where you could see some significant lightning. And he pointed to where it was. And I'm like, that's north, bro. And anyway, he fell out before, like, it, you know, had to sit down. Didn't fall out. But, like, he had to sit down before the show even started. But anyway, but Donsville shows were just really just, I mean, just amazing. I could talk for hours and hours probably going through the set list. I've done that before on here, but I know many of you don't know, uh, probably most of you don't know the music of fish. So I'll continue on after Huntsville, man, we, we, we slept all in the, in the hotel there. There were five of us. I had the, I had one bed, like I had two double beds and I had told them up front, look, one of them is mine. I don't care how the rest of y'all sleep. So four of y'all got to figure out a bed and whatever. And one of the guys slept in the chair one night, slept on a pool float. Another night, it was, uh, man, it was really something. But <clears throat> then I took off, and they took off back home. And then um, I headed over to Alpharetta, Georgia, which was a which was a really cool drive through the whatever, Alabama, Georgia line, mountains, hills. It was really beautiful, except for I got behind, like, this 18-wheeler going through the curvy curve. So I had to go really slow. Um, there was some traffic, whatever. But it was cool. And I was listening to Wimbledon. Um, on, I found it on the radio and there was this, like the, it was the BBC broadcast, I guess. And they were just like, you know, Sabalika has certainly lost her sparkle on her return. That was a good British accent, wasn't it? Um, but 
But it was really cool to listen to that on the radio as I drove into Alabama as it started getting flatter and flatter. I'm sorry, from Alabama to uh, to Alpharetta. And then when I got to Alpharetta, I mean, just to be honest, I continued to watch Wimbledon there. I would wake up in the morning and watch the semifinals from, from the bed. And that was really great. The women's final was over really quickly in kind of a disappointing fashion for, for Sydney and me. We, we were pulling for odds. But, um, but the men's final was just spectacular. And it lasted, it went five sets. And, and Carlitos uh, Alcarez defeated the GOAT. He defeated Novak uh, Djokovic. And it's a good thing probably that it lasted that long because otherwise I was trying to fill time because that was Sunday. That was my final day. And there were so many nail spas in Alpharetta. I'm serious. Like I bet there were 15 or 20 within a two mile radius. And I don't understand like, is there, I guess there's that much demand to be getting your nails done, but I was going to go for a pedicure, man. Like I had already looked up the prices and, but turns out I ended up sitting in bed watching, uh, watching tennis the whole time. So otherwise I would go around and get ice cream or whatever, but, the, but the Hyatt place in Alpharetta was just really wonderful. I'm a hotel guy and I love a good hotel and I love good hotel towels. And I like it when they're stacked on the little rail rack in the shower and it's got the cool shower head and like, man, just perfect layout. You got a couch over here. You got a desk over here. You got your whatever, man. It was just really fantastic. And I had planned that potentially one of my friends was going to go down with me um, to that show uh, in the original planning. So I had two beds again, two queen beds this time. Um, and I only slept in one of them. I didn't even get into the other one because it, the sheets were so tight. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Like the sheets were so tight that when I put my feet in there, it crumped my feet now, crumped. And like you had to just, I had to just kick and kick and kick to try to loosen it up some. And I don't want to have to go through that with the second bed. Plus this first bed was right in front of the TV. Uh, and it was right in front of this mirror that kind of made me look kind of jacked. I'll we'll get to that just in a second. Um, I read a little bit down there. I finished the, the covenant of water. I, it was it was a masterpiece. It was beautiful. Um, it was an epic. I, I think that's the way I, I think about it. It's a modern day epic, um, set in India, and it was weird because I not weird but wild. You know, like as soon as I walked into the Hyatt place, um, I had been reading Covenant of Water for a week or two, and so it's set in India. And coming out of the Hyatt place were were Indian. Uh, folks dressed in traditional garb they had their saris on and their suits on and i smiled at them like i knew them you know and, and i had to catch myself like oh right these aren't characters in my book but but it really is so good um I, it's a it's an oprah's book club so you know um i did talk about the mirror that made me look ripped and 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 i, I went to the fitness center uh, two of the three days that I was, two of the four days, I guess, that I was there every other day and, and they didn't have 20. So I had to pop, pop my curls with the 25s and, and I was definitely, definitely doing that. But I went to the fitness center mostly because they had a cooler, like a water cooler. And uh, so I was able to fill my water bottle up with cold water and didn't have to drink the straight uh, sink water. So that was really good. And and I have to say, like, I, I thought about even leading with this story. The shows at Alpharetta, like the, the venue, the, the amphitheater at Alpharetta is also really amazing. And I was up under the covered seat, uh, uh, covered part. And they have these big fans, like big, huge fans that are under there. So um, the, it creates just a tiny breeze. The first day was really super hot. 
Um, I don't remember which tank top I had on, but I'm a tank top guy for sure at the shows. And, um, so I'm, I'm there and, 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 and wearing my tank top, I think it was my, my blue fish one, but whatever, like, and, and the, the, I had an aisle seat. I did. That was great. And the two people to the left of me, uh, one was, um, named Matthew and he had a bit, he had a Georgia tech uh, hat on looked like he could have been like an offensive guard for Georgia Tech, big dude. And I can't, I don't know what his wife's name was. I don't really ever remember. She looked like this person that works at my chiropractor, and so that's what I was thinking about when I talked to her. And they had like a little five year old kid that they 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 had to that so they could only come for one show. Anyway, I'm just saying like I made friends with them, and it wasn't any kind of thing. But the the seat just to the left of me was empty. The person didn't come, and and the girl that that reminded me of the chiropractor person like she was hopeful that they wouldn't come because we both liked room because we, we we wanted to dance and we don't like to be cramped up and and that is what happened and so we protected that seat all night and didn't let anybody try to try to edge in there um and i i mean i'm this is just real y'all like i'm not even making this up you think i'm going to be making this up but i'm not making this up at the end at the end of the show she said you know she's like you know i knew it was going to be good standing beside you because we'd be able to protect the seat because you're built oh yeah that is gonna fuel my ego for a long time i mean i've been doing my curls man i've been doing my push-ups yeah i've been doing my my flies so (sighs) built yeah i've been getting a lot of mileage out of that one isaac loves that one i mean like there was just night one was great man night one was really really good there was this person uh dancing down there that reminded me of my friend uh, Christy Martin or my friend Nora Vines. Like I've not seen very many people who can just dance like, I mean, like water. I mean, just flow. You know what I'm saying? Like, and she, she had it like that. And and I just kept thinking about Christy and Nora uh, when I would, when I would watch her dance and feed off her vibes on, you know, like and that's a real thing that I love to, to do at shows, both feed and feed off of and feed, you know, other people because I can, I can break it down. You know, I can get down. Uh, I did get down the whole time, like all five shows and, you know, without any substances except for Coke, Coca-Cola. Uh, and, um, yeah, and, and, and that was awesome. And I was sweating, man. And my left calf was definitely feeling it. I think it's still feeling it. Um, but, but we were, we were definitely breaking down this one girl. She had it going Oh man. I mean, she was in front and she had this rhythm going. Like puffing her elbow. I mean, I don't know if y'all have ever done Tybo, but it was like Tybo. She would bring her knee up, like way up. I wish I could. I wish I. I, I need a vlog here. I need a. I need a. I need to start a vlog, so y'all can see what I'm talking about. But it was just really cool, man. There's a lot of people. Night two was fun too. The people in front of me were dads. Like I don't know if y'all watch Friday Night Lights, but the guy who plays Buddy, I think it was kind of him. Like it really was him making jokes that they shouldn't have been making and whatever. I, I mean, I tried to not get involved in their conversations, but, uh, they were from Ohio, whatever, but, but man, the, the, the second show, wow. I, I, I'll come back to that, but well, I'll talk about it now. That Saturday show, it was the one that I went for, you know, like there's some songs that I didn't get. Like I was really hoping they would play the lizards. That's really the one. I, and I, I didn't get to hear it. So, but that's how it goes with these, with this band. I, I mean, I went to five shows and they only played one song on the fifth show that they'd played at the first show. And that was only because of like a kind of a request. They don't, 
they just don't repeat shows. It's not the same concert every single night. It's totally different songs. But the Saturday show, it opened with a song called Runaway Jim, which took me back to Big Cypress. I'll always think of Big Cypress when I hear Runaway Jim, the way we were just kind of prancing into the lawn on day two. But it, it hit that tweezer. It got the tweezer in the second set, 30 minutes, just like my Matt says. And I had chills for the whole 30 minutes, and I was breaking it down. I'm th- I mean, like, I set exercise records. I set, you know, uh, all my, my rings were closed, and I set new records um, as I went along, just burning all the calories and getting, like, 20,000 steps and most of those dance steps. But, man, that Saturday show, it was perfect. It was perfect. Like, there was not a single moment in the show where I was like, mm. like I had to go pee, man. I had to go, but I just had to pick my spots. And then I was hurrying as fast as I could. That Saturday show was what was up, but all of them were so, so good. Like I wasn't disappointed. I wasn't disappointed at all. I, I was very pleased because I, I at Huntsville and in Alpharetta, they had the grilled chicken cool wrap at Chick-fil-A. And the first time I got it, I was excited because Shelby doesn't have it and they still don't freaking have it. In fact, I went there hoping because now everybody's got it and they still don't have it. But Gaffney does, and I drove down there a couple of times and got it because the first time I got it, I got the ranch dressing. And that isn't what you want. What you want is the avocado lime dressing. Now, that junk has like 330 calories in the packs or whatever. But oh my God, it is so good. And I've had it like six times in the past 10 days. Might go tonight. Um, but the grilled chicken cool wrap, they had the Einstein Brothers. I just, I just love this type of trip. Like I was by myself, I was solo. So I put it in the earbud, just my left one. So I could hear other people, you know, like, been, but you know, I'd walk and get my bagel from Einstein brothers. I ordered it online. It was ready for pickup. And so I was able to skip the line, got my coffee from there, you know, watching Wimbledon and set up my Panera. I'd never had Panera before. But I had to get Panera because it was Sunday, and so I couldn't go to Chick-fil-A and get the grilled chicken cool wrap with the avocado lime dressing, which is amazing. But I got the avocado bacon something sandwich from Panera, and I got it delivered through DoorDash because there weren't any delivery fees for this promotion or whatever. Although I think there were, but whatever. They delivered it to me at 4.15 so that I could drive on over to the show, and I'm going to go back to Panera because that junk was good. I guess there's a, I guess there's a reason why people like it. Um, but man, it was so good. And it was so good being in the aisle. I was in the aisle seat all three nights. The crowd around me was different. Night three was kind of, kind of weird, but not, you know, it was not too bad. Um, I drove to the shows. Lot B was where it was at. It was in a parking deck. Of course I got there right when it opened and chilled out, went into the venue right when it opened. And so sat around for two hours, but just taking in the scene by myself, texting, following along people on Life360 to see where my family was, you know, those types of things. Um, I became a washcloth guy in Alpharetta. Like, I'm a, I'm a bar soap guy. And you can think I'm a barbarian, like my son Isaac does. You know, I ask him if he uses the bar soap, and he says, no, he's not a barbarian. He's a shower gel guy. Well, that's all they had in Alpharetta was the shower gel. And it had a nice, you know, flavor to it. But if you just put it straight in your hands, then you got to squirt so much. And so he squirted on the washcloth. I don't think I could ever be, uh, what do you call those things, man? Lufa. I don't think I can ever be a loofah guy. But maybe I just don't know what I'm missing out on. But, but, but I became a washcloth guy. 
down there. I don't know that I'll continue to be one because I got my bar soap here, you know, zestfully clean. And in fact, I'm going to give myself away. I got some donkey milk soap um, because it was at my mom's house. And I know my mom listens to this podcast. And so I don't know if she's noticed that her donkey milk soap has been missing from the bathroom, but now she might notice it. And so we'll see um, if I'm in trouble. But that Saturday show, man, it was uh, it was really, really so good. I, I had a tough time going. Like I got sick a week or so before and I was kind of like, okay, but that's fine. I'll be well by the time it's time to go. So this is great. But then, but then my boy Isaac got sick and it just locked me up, man. It it really did. Like it locked me up and, um, I, I was to the point where I wasn't even sure if I wanted to go, especially to the second part, especially the Alpharetta, if I wanted to be away that long, because I have this I have this problem of beginning to think about the worst possible things and I couldn't sleep. Like I was listening for every possible thing, like listening for him to wake up. I don't know why I think I can solve all the problems. That's why that's part of it. And you know, like I even thought about picking up my mattress and moving it in here to the nook, like, so, because this is kind of a, a, an addition. So it's, it's insulated some from noise from the main house. And, and so I thought maybe that would be a good way to sleep. Um, it was tough, and, and and we'll come back. But but I I I sent this text to my fan, like, and I said, you know, as I took off, like, all right, I'm off, because because Isaac got well, he got better, as as you will. Um, I said I'm off on this adventure. Pray for me, because I'm seeking the one. I'm searching for unity in myself. For far too long, all the parts of me have been separated, but I long to put them all. In together, the good, the bad, and the ugly, to pull them all in for tea, just to say hello, to welcome the parts of me so that I can be whole, complete, flawed, afraid, determined, passionate, weak, hopeful, angry, filled up, all that and more, human. I love you all more than you can imagine. I'll worry some while I'm away. But with my hand on my gut and my outstretched hand towards you, I'll know everything is right. I'm a blessed man to be surrounded by the Gucci fam. I overflow with joy and pride, the good kind, because of you. That part of me that doesn't want to leave wants me to keep trying all the words, but we're off. All of me. Set your soul free. And so it was. Set your soul free, DT. And they played that on Saturday night. Like, in the first set. Okay. And I thought about some things like this is what I do. I'm there and I'm by myself and I'm listening to this music and the music has words, but sometimes they play for 15, 20, 25, 30 minutes without words and they go different places and it's dissonant some and it's, you just got to stick with the drums and the baseline, but sometimes the baseline and the drums go different places. And so it's a lot of room for thought for me while I'm in like in the moment and, and I would recognize you know, I would recognize when I wasn't in the moment. And that was cool, you know, because when you're, when you're there and you're dancing and the music's there, like everything, it, it just is, you know, it just is. And then when a thought would creep into my head, I got into the, to the pattern where I could recognize how I had lost being totally, completely immersed in the moment, which is where I want to be. And then these thoughts would creep in. And sometimes the thoughts would creep in and they would go to these other places that that seemingly I can't 
control, but I think I'm rewiring myself. And one of the things I would think of is don't force it. You know, don't force it. Something my dad has always told me, don't force it. You're already there. That's a line from Sigma Oasis. You're already there. You're already there. No need to force it. The turning point, I think, in my in my mental game for this solo trek that I, that I went on was when they played the song called Roget, R-O-G-G-A-E. I always said Roger, but apparently that's not correct. Yeah. If life were easy and not so fast, I wouldn't think about the past, you know. But he talks about remembering or not forgetting to turn the earth so so both sides get their share of darkness and of light and that's where that's where my my thoughts really took off in a positive that's where my this chautauqua that i was on this solo trek that i was on really took off and began to think about begin to think about darkness begin to think about what i kind of created in my mind as i was listening to these songs is the glorious house of darkness Because I do believe in redemption. I do believe in redemption. I believe that all things have been redeemed. And if that's true, I don't think that it's just in order to push the darkness aside or to leave the darkness behind and maybe even to consider darkness in a negative way as, as we use this term. But if all things have been redeemed, then the darkness has been redeemed. And so there's goodness in the darkness. Maybe not just in the darkness. Maybe the darkness is good. These are the things I think about. The glorious house of darkness. And so I, I began to come up with this idea to create a bracket. A bracket of darkness for DT Madness. And we're going there in just a second. But I want to finish up just a couple of things. Um, I, I, I'm going to switch these in order for one. And, and I guess I'll talk about this more. I've talked about getting the crest flags. Oh, man. Like. This is like the highlight of my mayoral uh, tenure so far, two years in. And there was just this outpouring of support. And we're going to have green and gold crest charger flags flying everywhere. And people are just ready to support our kids. No R's, no D's. Just people in a community that are trying to support their kids. And I hope that we can keep it that way. But I want to talk about what I said earlier. I was supposed to be in Burgettstown. And I was able to cancel all my other plans. Like I was going to go to Syracuse, New York, and I was going to go to Philadelphia, and I was going to try to go see the the uh, uh, Niagara Falls, which I've tried, I've wanted to do since I was a little kid. Like I was going to go on that whole trek, but that that part just didn't work out. And so I canceled all that easily, sold my tickets easily, you know, got tickets for Alpharetta, and so changed that that, that second leg of the trip. I I tried to cancel at this place called the Bayberry Inn, Bread and Breakfast. I might have talked about it already, but this dude was like, nope, you can't. This is a non, non-cancelable room, you know, because there's this festival coming in, or there's this, this it's like a, like a, a conference of church type people coming in. And, and it kind of says that on the website. To be fair, like since I have had this back and forth with them, they've changed their website and it's much clearer now. But then I called him because we went back and forth with this text message, like, first of all, and and both of us were getting snarky. That's a good word. I, I like it. Okay. But we were getting short with each other for sure via text message. And I was right. And I guess he was right, but not really. But I, I just accepted it. And I was like, okay, well, I'll cancel the room. And then the deal was if it re-rents, 
then I would get my refund. But otherwise, I was going to have to pay for it. So I called him back a couple of days later. And for one, because I just wanted to see all the fish shows, you know, there's no doubt about that. But I called him back and I was like, all right, look, I'll just keep the room. And 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 if I have to cancel, I have to cancel and I'll just eat it. That'll be fine. Like, it's just that's just the way that it's going to be. And I was I was settled for that. And I talked to him. I talked to him on the phone and we, we worked it out like it was beautiful. And he understood, like he understood my situation. His mom's going through similar things. And so a couple of days after I got back from Alfred, I, I sent him a text. And I was like, yeah, man, I, I'm not going to be able to make it. I, I know I can't get my money back, but um, I just wanted you to know that you can open the room back up so that you can make more money. And I, I like there wasn't any ill will in that at all. I really wanted him to make some more money. Um, I knew that was the risk I was taking. And like the next day, he sent me a text back. He's like, "Hey man, I was able. I opened up your room. It rented right away. You've got a you've got a refund coming your way." And he he sent it to me. And I'm like, it was the happy isn't the right. I mean, I'm I got to the point of tears when he sent it that way. I told him I was like, "Dude, I am abundantly grateful." And he's like, "You're welcome." Yeah, and like it was. I don't know this guy. I don't know this guy. And we went back and forth. Like, we didn't like each other at the beginning. Redeemed, you know? Yeah. Okay. Well, how about this? Oh, yeah. Now it's time for the bracket of darkness. So we got a new segment coming along. And let me shuffle some papers here, make a little noise in the nook. I'm going to have a little sip of tea. And then I'm going to smash this giant ant. Oh, it's a flying ant. Oh, it's still flying. Okay. That is a new segment. All right. Well, I'm going to have to find that guy later. Um, all right. I got totally sidetracked. Here we go. So there's 24 entries in the bracket of darkness and, and we're just going to take it around at a time. And so this is going to go, um, this is going to go over several weeks and, and, and the, as best I can, I'm just going to talk about essentially these are my fears, essentially. Like, these are the things that I try to avoid, that I try to run away from. Um, I don't want to run away from my problems anymore. I don't know if you watch Parks and Rec, but I told my kids that, that my trip was brought to you by Ron Swanson's toe. Um, you can't run away from your problems. Nope. I don't know if you know the reference, but I have the toes that I have. But anyway, what I'm trying to do is just talk about the ones that lose. Okay, in this bracket, this is a, this is a this is real DT madness kind of stuff. Like I've got the bracket here in front of me. It's a 2014 single elimination bracket of darkness. And so this first round, what I'm trying to do is just talk about the ones that don't advance, so that I don't rehash each one over and over. So I'm not going to tell you even what the matchups are necessarily, except for this one. I've got to talk about this one. Because I haven't decided yet, but I, I'll tell you that in the first, the first matchup, or in one of the first matchups, um, 
that the one that doesn't advance, but that is one of my one of my fears is missing out on Instagram. I've tried to I've tried to stop being on Instagram so many times. I know that there's some decent things to get from there to keep up with your story, you know what I mean? Like in for you to know kind of what I'm doing. I get some really good quotes, like philosophers, daily quotes. And I like to watch the little, you know, I like to watch the little kid who says, what is lettuce? You know, I like to watch those little kids and Sydney sends me tennis updates, you know, and, and there's a couple people that I, that I enjoy um, talking to, but for the most part, I'm wasting my life away as Mr. Kilser would say on there. And so I've tried to stop being on Instagram a couple of different times um but I always always go back and uh but 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 that one won't advance to the next round and so that's that's just kind of uh that one that one lost in the first round i think i could stop instagram i i, I guess okay i shouldn't keep going okay so so that one won't advance to the next week and so I'll, I'll I'll move on. Like I said, I'm not trying to tell you what beat it this week, so that as we unfold, you can hear the different ones and they're not rehashed. Maybe till we get towards the end, where I really have to go back and forth. The next matchup, the the loser is only <laughs> this is some wild stuff. Um, only having toilet paper if if I was needing it. I, I, I like the flushable wipes and I don't know if there are plumbers out there who are mad at me for saying that. I like them. They're my favorite cotton ale. And so, um, I like to, I like to have those available. Is that weird? I'm weird. But, um, but that one won't advance until the next week. And so you don't have to, you don't have to worry about that one. This one's a little bit more serious, but it doesn't advance into the next round, which would be the the final, the Sweet Sixteen. You know, this week we're whittling it whittling it down from twenty four to sixteen. Um, but the next one is my house burning. It is something that I think about sometimes. It it is something like okay, I, like how do you clean the lint out of the dryer? I know what I'm talking. I know like I keep my lint filter clean. And when I moved the dryer, because we had to get a new washer a week or so ago, like I, I took my blower and I blew the vent out to the outside and I cleaned out the, the dryer hose. You know, I did all that. But like, is it, am I supposed to take the front off? Like, is there, is there lint in the bottom? I guess I need to do some YouTube. Um, you know, sometimes did I, did I, did I turn the oven off? You know, did I, did I leave the candle burning? The, those those types of things and and it, it it's it's not going to make it to the sweet 16 because this isn't an overwhelming fear of mine there have been times where i came back home to make sure that i turned the oven off you know and, and there are times now where i don't really like leaving the dryer going but you know as long as my people aren't here the stuff in here, although as I say that, I look over at my flower pot that I made at my paint and sip for coffee. And now I'm maybe reconsidering that I would want to run in and get that before I run back out. 
But yeah, so, you know, it's a thing I think about sometimes too much. Um, but it's not like an overwhelming fear. So the, the house burning won't make it to the next week. The next one is 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 a gastro flare-up. For me, if you've listened, you know that part of what led me into the third life was was I had some 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 gut issues that I had to go to the doctor for some and you know it led to a lot of lifestyle changes um, I, I've, I've been com- completely sober for two and a half years now my diet is way better um, I accidentally I only say accidentally because I forgot that brisket was beef I've had a little bit of pork I haven't had any beef in two and a half years until I ate that brisket but it was good but my body was like what and you know, exercising like it, like the lifestyle changes have really been good to me. I, you know, if I if I catch a gas pain or something like that, then it'll jump into my head. But like my nervous system is really calmed down. I guess both because I know what I'm eating and what I'm doing is good and healthy, and like I'm stuck. I'm stuck on this weight that I'm at right now. I'm trying to drop eight more pounds, um, but maybe I should just shoot for three I, i've been eating i make ice cream and so that doesn't help but man i do like it it's good vanilla is the best i don't care what y'all say mint mint it isn't mint chocolate doesn't go together i should put that on this bracket like having to eat mint chocolate because no way man anyway okay so um but i'm not totally worried about that as much anymore because even then like I've I've settled into my mind that it's not like, you know, the worst possible scenario. Like, okay, well, if it does happen again, I know that there are ways that I can manage it. And anyway, okay, so that one won't advance. Um, <laughs> just a couple more guys. Just a couple more. And and this one I just realized that I don't. This is more of I don't like. It, it, it may go into feeling misunderstood. Um, it may go into feeling misunderstood, which, but, but, but this is not as much a fear, I guess. It's just something I don't like. And I realize this makes me sound like a jerk and a chump. And and I, I understand that. And so I'm glad I've become aware of it is I don't like being edited. I don't edit, like I edit as I go along, but you know, when I send in my mayor message or if I, send a text out to somebody and then somebody's like, well, what about, the-? man, I've got this problem. I do have this problem. Um, so I've got to, I've got to really, I've got to really work on, on that, on allowing myself to be edited, but that one doesn't advance to the next week. So it's, it's not in the top 16. Um, this one's a, a tough one though. And when I came home from driving, through the like through the mountains and all this kind of stuff where my phone wasn't working and and I drove for a long time and, and didn't check I had red ones the notification dots you know on my iPhone and I had them on like five or six different apps and I don't like that I don't like that you don't have to worry about sending me a message or sending me an email and me not replying because if there's a red one on my phone screen I'm going to have to make it go away I don't like it I don't like that. I don't understand people who have like a thousand five hundred and sixty-three emails, and and it's got that number beside the little red dot, you know, the little red flag. How do you do that? How do you, how do you cope? 
That one doesn't advance, but that one was in the top 24. The next one that doesn't advance, and there's only two more, and then and then we'll wrap it up here. Uh, but be, a police car being behind me. And I guess that there were reasons why I would be worried about a police car. I've been pulled over before. I've been pulled over for doing some stupid stuff before. Um, but I'm fairly respectable, and I don't have anything in my car. I'm not drinking and driving. I'm not speeding. I don't speed uh, overly, and I don't drive recklessly. Like I don't do anything to be pulled over. But if a if a cop car pulls out behind me, then I still catch the nerves a little bit. I don't. <clears throat> maybe that's some issue with authority of some sort. I don't know. But that one doesn't advance to the Sweet 16. And then this last one, I can't I can't decide. So I'm going to have to talk about both of them. And, and one of them is a fear of heights. I don't like being, I don't like being up high. I, I've caught the vertigo a couple of times. I'm, I'm still, you know, a little bit off with that. My ears are just that way. And, um, but I don't like, I don't, I don't want to go to the top of the tower. I don't, I don't, I don't want to think about, I don't like watching the commercials with the people on top of the mountain, like looking down at the valley far below. I don't like that. So, so, so heights is not for me, but like not getting love on Facebook is a thing for me too. My Facebook crowd is like my mayor. That's my mayor uh, audience. My Instagram on DT Madness, like I don't, I don't put content out there for, for my mayor people, for my town people. Facebook is my older group. And so I, I curate that. I, I, I write that stuff as mayor DT, you know, and, and the people like the stuff, and I don't, that makes me glad. And so there's this need for affirmation. Ooh, yes, there's this need for affirmation that I have that I think by saying that has turned the tide because I think I was going to go with heights. But, but I'm not. I'm going to advance the Facebook love because, of, because I understand that that is my need, real need for affirmation. And so heights... I guess mainly because I can just not have to go up there. So Heights is not going to advance to the Sweet 16, which we will get into next week. All right. Well, let me put the bracket of madness, the bracket of darkness down. And just wrap up, uh, wrap up here. I, I don't know if, well, I can only have three music things on here. This is, of course, Tea Time with Mara. But my dad is, uh, you know, he's he's getting towards the end. Uh, he's been battling cancer for over two years now. And, um... It's taken its toll on his body. His his mind is still still very strong. He's still able to joke about things. Um, Not able to laugh really as much. 
but it'll crack a smile sometimes. And, um, but, uh, he, he, he's, he's getting weary for sure. And it's tough to see. He, 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 he told my mom the other night, he, he, he told her he's, that he, that he knew how to cook. He says, I, I know how to cook and I know how to do woodworking and I know how to be a campus police officer, but I don't know how to die. And that's some for real stuff, you know? And I thought about that for a little while. And 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 the way that I think about it is, is that the, the, the thing about Pop is that he's been dying to himself on a daily basis for as long as I can remember. Putting others before himself, knowing that he doesn't know all the things and doing his best just to be happy to be here. And Jesus and the Buddha and all the teachers that I've read seem to say, that by dying to yourself in that way that you do know how to die and even more how to live. I know for sure that he has taught me the way as far as I can see it. Well, this has been a Church of Six production brought to you by the Foundation Tower of Stone by the bucket of life by the wall of belief the token of hope and the magic rock times two and by the rope of restoration my friend Jaden says he likes that one the best and I think I am in agreement. I'm in agreement with him because if I'm on the other end of the rope and, and you need to be restored I'll give you a pull bring you back like that nothing divine is desperate may all your circumstances serve to awaken compassion and as you go teach peace don't forget to believe y'all and be live peace my friends